Hey guys, welcome back to the Clean Beauty Show with Cassandra McClure. Today, my guest is a very special one. Kat Duff is an environmental activist, entrepreneur, animal lover, and skincare junkie. Inspired by her activism work and low-waste lifestyle, she founded Glotanicals in 2019 to create skincare products that prove you can take care of your skin and the planet without compromise. So without further ado, let's get into it. So many of my conversations this season, you guys are going to notice just flow right into what we're talking about because I am a no fluff person. I've always been very black and white and life gets complicated and I get it, but I've noticed that a lot of the shows I listen to have like 10 minutes of previews before it actually gets into an interview or whatever, and people just talk and talk and talk. And I find myself fast forwarding through things. And I don't want you guys to have to do that. So if I ever have any like things to say in the beginning, it'll be like a minute max. I don't want to spend time with a bunch of ads and things that aren't really benefiting you. I know you're busy just like I am. So this is it. This is um, when I ended up pressing record and it just picked up our conversation because I was just like, I'm not even going to do an intro. I don't need to do that. Like most of the people this season that I'm interviewing are my friends or my colleagues or people that I work with and hang out with every day. So it's almost more awkward for me to like start a formal interview and be like, all right, here, we're recording now because it almost makes it like inauthentic. And most of my best conversations in the world on my shows and the best performing episodes are like when I'm just talking to my friends and we're hanging out and we're usually across from each other having a kombucha or a glass of wine or whatever it is. And we're just having a natural flowy conversation. And it's just like, awesome. So this is what that is. That's why it starts the way it does. I hope you enjoy it. Give us feedback on our Instagram. Make sure you guys stream this and share. We'll always repost any of the content you share. So be sure to do that at Cassandra McClure on all social media everywhere. Love you guys. Doing it, I was like, excited yeah totally this is something i wanted to do this year so yeah yeah um and now that i think about it i think it was your podcast i think that's how i found you i was looking for beauty podcasts mm. and i found you and i followed you on instagram and then someone from your account reached out to me about one of your events oh cool because i think you were still having people like doing your social yeah. at the time yeah so i think that's I'm actually just looking into that again too because yeah. that was a huge help for me because I mean when it comes to burnout like you can work until 2 a.m reaching out to every new follower and sending them a message but that's what I was having the interns do Mm -hmm. because when I was having these events it's like I can't do all of that like and so I would put out posts like hey who can do this and that was how I got through it like Mm -hmm. for sure because yeah um, but yeah, it brought people like you in and mm-hmm. I started the show again because I was looking at like all of my favorite people and like favorite brands and like best connections and biggest like partnerships and like things mm-hmm. that made the most like of a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was like 75% the podcast yeah. and like all of my friends too, like that I had met or that came to the retreat, it was, like, my favorite thing. So Mm -hmm. I was, like, okay, I feel like that's been missing. And, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, no regrets. Like, I I should have done it over the the break, the whole 
pandemic, but like it wasn't meant to be. So yeah. um, I did need to take a break so that mm-hmm. I can come back stronger mm-hmm. and like have a clear vision of what I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing. So yeah. thanks for being back on. I think this is episode 102. So nice. cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a great way to start back up on season three and just have you come in because you've been, we've been connected for a while now. Yeah. And um, you have your second product that you launched. Mm-hmm. And when, when was that exactly? In September. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then your first product was out for how long before that? Um, it was out for about a year. Okay. Before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... So starting from like the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, what was the draw to creating a beauty product in the first place? And like an oil, because like mm-hmm. there's a million oils. So like mm-hmm. what what sparked that? Yeah. So what sparked the whole thing was um, I was living in Australia in 2019 during the worst bushfires the country had ever seen. And that is what sparked my activism journey. I'd always been a nature lover, an animal lover, and that seeing the smoke in Sydney every day, knowing people I worked with whose homes got destroyed, seeing animals and habitat loss, it just is something I will never forget. And it's something I could not sit back and watch. And it just spurred me into action. So I started volunteering with Greenpeace, getting really involved in environmental activism and looking for um, ways to move into a low waste lifestyle. I was really motivated to like cut down on waste and I've been a lifelong skincare beauty junkie like I'm a huge skincare junkie so the first area I looked in was ooh, I get a new opportunity to buy some more skincare products so I started looking for like low waste uh, and sustainable beauty products um, and everything I found on the market was either um, greenwashed it was a really nice product that claimed to be sustainable and was not or it was actually sustainable and it was a really crappy product. You know, very crunchy, you know, that kind of thing. And it just wasn't working for me, someone who like really likes skincare and someone who really wants results from their skincare. So I started um, taking courses to learn how to make my own skincare for myself. And what course did you take? It was with a local um, skincare lab and manufacturer um, who was my first manufacturer. In Australia? In Australia, yeah. And I took a class with them and I started making my You own want to s- plug them? Are they still doing Oh, stuff? yeah, yeah. They're called New Directions. Okay. Yeah, they're amazing. If anyone's in Sydney, um, they do courses still today. Was um, it like online or did you go... No, it was in person. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was in Sydney in person. So you would like develop, you would like mm-hmm. play with stuff. Yeah, and we learned how to like mix stuff. That's and super cool. Everything. It was a like a... Like a certification course kind of? Um, I mean, you got certified, I think, by New Directions, but it wasn't, so it was a basic skincare course to learn how to make your own yourself. Mm-hmm. And they, they also sell, you know, bulk ingredients at, at smaller MOQs, um, minimum orders. So you could buy your own ingredients and make your own stuff got without it. committing to like thousands of kilos of product. Um, so it was a course. And that's still what you do, right? So everything's fresh that you. Yeah. So the difference is, um. I learned how to do that to make my own stuff, but there's a difference between that and being like an actual certified cosmetic chemist that people go to like university for. Like that's the step above. And I'm, I'm not that. I did mm-hmm. not get that certification. Um, and what I did was the only, one of the few skincare um, products that I think you can successfully formulate without 
like formally studying cosmetic chemistry are oils and things. Mm. Um, they're fairly simple to formulate because um, they don't require complex, you know, cosmetic. Like a cream. Yeah. And it's an oil. It's prob- it's Yours is very pure. It only has a few different types of oils. Yeah. So you essentially mix, mix them together, right? Yeah, exactly. You have your base oil or your blend of base oils. You know, like ours is sunflower seed, jojoba, rose hip. Um, those are your bases. And then you add in maybe some additional um, active ingredients like sea buckthorn berry for antioxidants, things like that. So that's why I ended up doing um, the oil first. Um, And I formulated that with the cosmetic chemist I worked with at New Directions because I still wanted it to make sure that the percentages of ingredients were exactly correct for the results that we wanted. I wanted to make sure it was manufactured in a proper skincare lab, went through the proper testing you know, you can make that stuff yourself, but I... You shouldn't sell it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wanted it to be done correctly. Mm-hmm. And the next product we did was the powder cleanser, and that needed a cosmetic chemist. I could not have done that myself. Um, just because it, you know, includes some active ingredients like willow bark and papaya enzyme. And I just, I would not trust myself or anyone who's not educated you just weren't comfortable yeah to throw in actives like that so i worked with a cosmetic chemist um but how did you find a cosmetic chemist um through the course like i I found the course at new directions Um, so you continually go back and they're very mm -hmm. open about just being helpful and yeah that's cool yeah so i took the course and then i contracted them as my manufacturer and my oh, chemist. Cool. Yeah. So is that like how like how they like to do business? Like is that their one of their goals kind of thing? I think so. I think it's both. I think they're because you can also go to their store in Sydney and um you can buy like their bulk moisturizer and you can buy your extracts and you can make it yourself that way. So I think they're the only skincare manufacturer I've ever found that has a like consumer based physical location. Yeah, I've yeah, never, I've never heard of that either. It's wild. Interesting. It's really cool. Um, that is a new direction. It is <laughs> right. Um, but since I've moved to a manufacturer um, in LA, um, working on our next um, batch with them, um, because shipping it, especially during COVID, between Australia and the US is really expensive, unsustainable. I track carbon emissions for everything that we do. Um, and the environmental and monetary cost of that was just not sustainable, mm-hmm. you know. For anybody, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I ended up moving to the U.S. Um, so I could have a better relationship with my manufacturer so we could cut down on shipping costs um, and do everything locally here in the U.S., Cool. Yeah. And then how did the name Glotanicals come to you? I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> it was honestly like the first name I thought of. And I was always, I was focused on botanical ingredients. So, and the oil I knew was going to be like a glow, like a get your glow oil. So the name just came from that. And it was kind of one of those serendipitous like, and you checked and it was available and yeah. you're like, woohoo. And that was also like kind of how I knew I was on the right track. Like I'm very spiritual mm. and I, you know, believe in God, spirit, universe. 
And I was like, show me a sign, you know, and I, the name came to me and everything was available. The branding, the company set up, all of that. And the oil, the, the formulations, like I only had to do a couple rounds of edits and everything just came together so easily. So I, I felt like I was on the right path. That's great. Yeah. Well, yay. Cheers to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so was the, the second product you felt like, okay, I need this extra help. Um, you wanted some, someone behind you kind of, or to guide you through. So were you, was this, that was in Australia as well? Yeah. Okay. And then you moved everything to LA. Mm -hmm. So essentially they, they basically get the recipe and then they recreate it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, um, was able to purchase the formulas from the manufacturer. So I own those. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of the packaging, Mm -hmm. how, how did you, how did you figure all that out? Because it's super sustainable. And then Mm -hmm. the outside packaging, which we'll talk about the seed paper, Mm -hmm. which you can plant is also very, very cool. So Mm -hmm. how, how did that, did you knew from the very beginning you wanted something like that or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I knew from the beginning it had to be refillable and it had to be in glass packaging. And a lot of brands will just use glass packaging, um, and say that it's sustainable and technically glass is recyclable. But it's not recyclable everywhere in the U.S. And where I'm from in Tennessee, you cannot recycle glass. There's one place in the entire state that recycles glass. So in East Tennessee, where I'm from, glass goes to landfill. And I just knew, I I knew I wanted glass for my bottles because it um, protects the formula the best. It looks chic on your vanity, you know. It had to be pretty, it had to be functional, but I knew it needed to be refillable. So that's the part that took the longest in R&D. I had a completely different idea at first. I contracted like an engineering firm to help me design custom um, refillable packaging, like similar to the pod refill systems you see now. And I, I couldn't do it because I wanted it to be compostable and compostable plastics or compostable materials are to this day not suitable for oil-based products Mm. and natural-based products it leaches into them and it contaminates the product as well yeah or else how is it going to break down yeah yeah so i tried that and it didn't work um (laughs) and a lot of and i also night i was kind of naive because i was not from the beauty industry i was not from a a product-based industry and I then also realized that, oh, holy moly, if I'm going to make this, I need to commit to like 100,000 units. And as a small brand, I was not prepared to do that. <laughs> so I had to switch gears. Um, it took me about a year of like literally like interviewing scientists, engineers, like anyone I could find to talk to about this. And then I ended up, okay, I need to switch to something like off of the shelf, something that's 100% recyclable. And I landed on aluminum. Uh, because aluminum is 100% refillable everywhere in the world, uh, just about everywhere. Um, and the only problem is if you leave a natural product in it for too long, it starts to oxidize and the oil starts to take on some more of the aluminum properties like the smell and stuff. So what we implemented was we are doing aluminum refills because they are the most sustainable option. Um, but we refill them like as people order them or like every couple of weeks, we don't keep bulk in stock cause I tried that and the oils got contaminated. Wow. <laughs> so it's been well, a little good to know for anyone who is doing that totally or any product you are ordering like that, that you may find that isn't working, mm-hmm. uh, 
for people that don't do the research or brands that aren't doing that mm-hmm. R&D, like, that they'll find out down the line from their customers, so. Yeah. If you refill something in aluminum and it smells, like, metallic, it's just been it's in there too metals long. leaching onto your, ugh. Yeah. Gross. So, we um, refill, um, like, per order, pretty much. So, the oil is 78. Is that right? 75. 75. Mm-hmm. And then the refill is... 60. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you get a savings because um, the other good thing about aluminum is that it's lightweight. It mm. has less carbon emissions to ship it. Um, and you can recycle it infinitely. So mm-hmm. it's it's funny. I ended up doing all of this R&D and ended up on like the simplest solution, basically. Sometimes you just go back to basics. Yeah. Cool. And then for the cleanser, mm-hmm. is that the same in the same... It is for now. Um, okay. I'm hoping to um, eventually put it in um, like compostable paper sachets because with the powder formula, you can do that. Oils, you can't. But for the powder, I do want it in like a paper like stick to refill. Um, but we haven't found the right packaging partner for that yet. What about, I mean, have you just thought about doing a, 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 like a, essentially a buyback program? Yeah, yeah, we have or like a trade. Like you send it in, we give mm-hmm. you an envelope, and then we just give you we give you a new one. You give us the glass back. Yeah, I've thought about that, um, and and some brands do that very successfully, like Plain Products. Yeah, Blue Beautifly. Yeah, lots of brands glass. do that, but I decided not to do it um, because I I do try. When I looked at myself and what I would be willing to do, mm-hmm. one more thing to return and send back. I felt like someone like me would think it's a great idea, but wouldn't actually do it. Mm-hmm. So I decided... I'm in that boat. Right? Unfortunately, yeah. Most people are. Yeah. You know, like, it's a great idea, but, like, you have to be very diligent to do that. You know? Yep. Sending it back and forth and, you know, waiting on your other one after you've already run out. So that's why I decided on a refill program. So you can order it just like you're ordering skincare now. Mm-hmm. You run out of your cleanser, you buy a new one. Yeah, or you know when you're running out, and you do that. So you get a new one by the time yeah. you do run out of your oil or cleanser. Yeah, and just order it like you would anything else. Mm-hmm. So I, I use myself as kind of the testing ground, and mm-hmm. I'm like kind of my ideal customer, which I don't know if that's the right or wrong approach, but... 100%. I make things that I would like and that I would use, um, and I think it's been working so far. Great. <laughs> Uh, you know, actually, it's funny, Megan worked at one of the studios that, or like the, because she, she's an esthetician, she mm-hmm. worked at one of the places that carried your products. Really? Yeah. Mm. And I was like, no way, what a small world. So she's seen your brand before. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I need to find out exactly where, but yeah, I was like, wow, okay, locally? She's like, yeah. So I guess somewhere there was like a studio or aesthetic center somewhere in like the this area. Like I wasn't aware of that. I'd be interested to know. Who yeah. Has it. <laughs> I was like, wow. Um, okay. Uh, so what is your what is your message to everyone? Like, what is your message like to the world, and how mm-hmm. did your work as like being with Greenpeace and how did that like what is that how does that all translate like do you guys have a give back like do you have like Mm. something that you guys do to like give back or like Mm -hmm. you planting yeah 
We plant trees uh, for every product sold um, because I think that's the most, one of the simplest and most direct ways to um, combat climate change. We need to be taking carbon out of the um, atmosphere and we also need to be replenishing wild spaces. Wild spaces are critically endangered. Um, we're losing trees and wildlife and wild spaces at an alarming rate. So the more trees and habitat you can restore, the better. And also this brand was inspired by witnessing the bushfires. Um, and I personally went and volunteered with this organization and planted trees after the bushfires. So it's been something very personal to me. But I think the broader message and vision that I have is, you know, I guess showing everyone that you can be sustainable and you can make a difference and you can make conscious choices without giving up the lifestyle that you want. I think for so long, a lot of us, myself included, thought that to be sustainable, you have to like give up everything and like never touch plastic again and only use coconut oil as your beauty products, you know? Um, and I, I care about the planet and I care about not creating a lot of waste, but I also want to look good. I want to like wear the smell things. good. Yeah, smell <laughs> good. Like wear the things that I want, like, you know, have really effective um, skincare that gives me amazing skin. Like you can do that you can be sustainable and live the lifestyle you want. You can use a beautiful product that works. And not be super crunchy. Yeah. yeah. Like my most sustainable friend would like literally wear like her clothes down until they were just just shredded. And I yeah. was just like, do you really have to do that? Like You can thrift nice things. Yeah, absolutely. And like yeah. a lot of the lowest influencers I found, I was like following online at the time were like, swap everything for coconut oil. No, that doesn't work. It's, it yeah. doesn't. They were like, you can use it as shampoo. And I tried it, and I'm like, I don't know who can do this. <laughs> like, Certain hair types. Like, I, my hair type can't handle it. No, you we know? have thin, fine hair. Like, like uh-uh. No, Oils in our hair work. do not look you know? good. And, you know, it, it's not as hard as we think it is. And I think it's up to individuals to make conscious choices, but it's also up to brands and companies to do things the right way and create a new way of doing business because up until now at least in america and, and uh, countries like australia um the the entire economy and culture is built on throwaway stuff you know um and we're now at a time where we can start to do things differently and companies big and small need to be doing things differently um, and you're starting to see that now, which is really, really exciting. Yeah. And so can we just talk about the seed paper? Because I mm. think that's so cool and it's mm -hmm. not something you normally see really anywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, and just like talk us through that process as well. Yeah. So um, when I was researching sustainable packaging, I was looking at refills, but I was also looking at the box packaging. And there are lots of really good options for um, post-consumer recycled paper and cardboard. That was definitely an option and that's what I used for my mailers. But I wanted something really cool um, for, the, um, for the boxes. And I found in a gift shop um, in Australia 
a card made out of seed paper and I had never seen it before. So I started researching to find how I can make it. And I ended up finding like an indie like freelance publisher in Australia who like had just had their own machine at home and was making it and I they were making cards and I said, Can you make me a box? They were like, I've never done it before, but we'll try. <laughs> so that's how it started. Um, when it was in um Australia. And I found a company based out of Canada that makes the seed paper boxes I use now. And they use upcycled um, office paper. Like when you go and shred things at the office. Oh, that's cool. They go to a lot of different places, but they oh, buy that's what that. gives it that yeah. like look mm-hmm. with the, okay. Yeah. Well, actually, no, those are the seeds. But um, okay. they buy back like recycled office paper and they... It's a whole process of making the pulp. Yeah. Um, they turn that into seed paper. And mm-hmm. they um, have been making my boxes since we relocated back to the States. Um, so no box is the same. Yeah, yeah. No box is the same. Um, and it's full of a mix of um, wildflower seeds. And I just love the concept because... So you can plant them inside or outside? Inside or outside. You can plant it in your garden. You can plant it in um, a pot. I've done, uh, I've done it in a pot so far. Um, and I just thought it was such a cool concept because I, I knew I wanted something compostable or recyclable. And this is like, I don't know, it's just such a beautiful expression of that. Like the tagline I use for it is like too pretty for landfills, like plant it instead. Because the packaging itself, I wanted it to be really beautiful, but I wanted it second life. To be beautiful too, mm. and it is because it grows in the flowers. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing that I and showing it. all the other brands what they should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you just have like yards of flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we know a lot about the brand and how it came to be and the products, but like, what about you? Like your background mm-hmm. and who you are, and and we'll go from there. Yeah, um, I grew up in East Tennessee, in the mountains, uh, in the Appalachians, um, close to the Smoky Mountains, same area, that general area that Dolly Parton is from, so if you hear Dolly Parton's accent, that's how my family talks, <laughs> um, and I've just, I grew up in the woods, in the forest, and I, um, have always loved nature and animals, like, ever since I was can remember I've just been obsessed with animals like any animal I'm I'm into um and I I kind of credit my mom and my nana and my grandpa for like putting me in that life because I would go camping with my nana and grandpa um you know every summer growing up and I feel like I really got an appreciation of nature from them like you know they're older they're in their 70s now but like They'll still, like, I saw them, like, pulling out of my parents' house in our driveway recently, and they just, like, stopped the car for, like, I don't know, five to ten minutes, and, like, because a rabbit was there, and they were, like, watching it. And, like, they've seen thousands of rabbits their whole life. Deer. My Nana still takes pictures of deer in her backyard, and they're there, like, every day. You know, like, just that appreciation of nature, I think, really came from them. Um... But I'll, I'll give the highlight edition of my story. I was really into fashion, and I started working for local fashion weeks in college, and I wanted to move to New York. Like, all through high school, college, I was like, I'm moving to New York. 
So as soon as I got the opportunity, I hustled my way into a fashion internship in New York um, and then moved there after college. And I was working um, for a department store brand and I've always loved the artistry of fashion, but that's almost, I didn't realize it until later, but that's kind of where my activism and consciousness kind of came to be. Um, because the reason why I left fashion was number one, the culture was terrible and toxic. And number two, um, I just saw for the first time the reality of this business of paying factories overseas $2 to make a dress that you t tag at $200 to be discounted to $100, you know, and it's just, I just saw how the industry was working and at the time was when the H&M factory in Bangladesh collapsed and killed a lot of people and it just, I think that's the first time I realized like, oh wow, this is how the world works um, and I moved into tech from there, um, I met my um, fiance, um, we moved to Australia together and when we moved to Australia I like left my tech job and I didn't, had no idea what I was going to do with my life and um, eventually during my time in Australia is when I, I came up with the idea for Gotanicals. So yeah. here we with are. The bur with the bushfires. Yeah. 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 So I, I didn't... What does he think about everything? Which part? Just like... The business? Yeah. Just oh, like... yeah. He loves it. Yeah. He's, he's really does into he use it. the oil? He does. <laughs> he has been trying to get me to rebrand it as a beard oil... For like you ages. You could do an off little side <laughs> thing with that. I was totally. like, I was like, if you want to start a second brand with me, then let's do it. Because <laughs> yeah, he uses it as a beard oil. Yeah. Well, funny. I think like with oils, it's so, um, we could talk about that. And let's mm. also talk about what we were talking over dinner mm. about how to use the cleanser and mm -hmm. maybe some like um, benefits of oil, but also like different ways you can use oil because... Yeah. Um, one way f that I use it is every single day after I get it out of mm -hmm. the shower slash bath because I fill my shower up while I'm in it so that my daughter can play in the water below in the bath. And that's yeah. how we do that because I just like, yeah. don't want to waste all that extra water. Of course. And um, at the end, you know, after it's all steamy and hot, I use whatever oil and I, I put it head to mm -hmm. toe and I use it as a instead of you doing all lotion after we get out, I use it as a body oil because mm -hmm. you know, you can use any oil like mm -hmm. it, you know, they sell them specifically as after shower oil body or wet oil. oil. Yeah. yeah. But you can, you can use them as, I mean, <laughs> yours, you know, you would need to buy 10 of them yeah. to do it as a full body oil. Yeah. But, um, that's one way. Another way is like, I put it on the ends of my hair, too. um, because my, ends are dry but somehow my roots are oily mm -hmm. and um I use it sometimes just if I'm out of shaving cream just yeah. and you know my underarms and then mm -hmm. it's that instant hydration where you don't even really have to rinse and do all that other stuff mm -hmm. it's just like you can get the hair and you're not going to get razor burn yeah um oil is so great for so many reasons so yeah. I'm sure you have some other tips mm -hmm. for that um and then just the benefits of what your products can do and mm -hmm. I'm sure you've had lots of yeah feedback yeah the reason why the other reason why I developed an oil first was because I personally love oils um and they're also multi-purpose so that's the other thing about sustainable beauty is um you can make it 
more sustainable by making them multi-purpose and oils are the perfect multi-purpose product i think that they are an essential part of my own routine um i have dry skin and um just and oils the perfect moisturizer um so the way that i use it is um i use it as a daily moisturizer um if it's winter and it's super dry i'll use a cream moisturizer and i put like two drops of my oil in it to like and i'll do that to body lotion too I'll add two to three drops of my oil to a body lotion to like supercharge it. I'll use it to shave. Um, I do like dermaplaning on my face and yeah. I'll use it for that. On my cuticles. Yeah, I'm just um, going to say nails. Yeah. Cuticles, hands, um, on my... Lashes, brows. Yeah, on my hair. If I'm traveling, um, so I always use an oil cleanser to remove my makeup. Oh, that's a um, good one. And when I'm traveling, I use it Mascara. to, rem- to yeah. remove makeup. Yeah. Um, all of that, and you can use it as massage, you can use it as like a touch up throughout the day. Like, if I've had a long day at work and I'm going out afterwards, like, I might just put on oil to like look refreshed, freshen my face, yeah, yeah, as like a little glow. That's that's so true. Mm-hmm. And then, in terms of the cleanser that we mm-hmm. were talking about, um, so powder cleanser is different from traditional cleansers that mm-hmm. are in a squeeze plastic tube, like, this is so different. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about how, uh, a powder cleanser is different and the ways that you can use it. Yeah. So there are so many benefits to using a powder cleanser. The first one that I like to call out is, um, number one, it saves water in manufacturing. When you buy a bottle of cleanser, it's about 90% water. The first ingredient is usually water. Water. Um, so we're just taking the water out of the formula. Uh, and that was the initial idea. When I started formulating it with the chemist, what I didn't realize until we started formulating was that your ingredients are more active in powder form Mm -hmm. because they're not oxidizing in the water. So in ours, we've got aloe vera powder, we've got kaolin clay, um, we've got hyaluronic acid, um, papaya enzyme, willow bark extract, and those ingredients are actually really shelf stable and really powerful in powder form so you're getting like a super fresh cleanser every time you use it so um it's concentrated it's travel friendly um you just put it in your palm and you add some water and it foams up like your regular cleanser um so there's so many benefits to using it once you start using it it's like you didn't realize that this was ever strange to you like it, it makes perfect sense once you start doing it um and and, the hack we have to share the hack oh my god yeah so the one caveat that i've heard from people is like i like to use my cleanser in the shower which a lot of people do but what i do instead is um i either wash my face at the sink or i put on the cleanser like a mask like just add a little bit of water turn it you know into a, a paste or a foam put it on your face and let it sit for five minutes and get leave it on your face while you get in the shower and you can rinse it in the shower like a regular cleanser when you leave it on for five minutes it's like a mask that papaya enzyme starts to gently exfoliate um the willow bark extract starts to um, brighten the skin the hyaluronic acid and the aloe is hydrating at the same time so um you can use it and you actually don't have to use moisturizer afterwards because it's already hydrating your skin um, but that's my hack. But you want to use the oil. You do, yeah. If you want the ultimate, like, glow, <laughs> use the oil, you know. 
Um, but yes, that's my hack. Like just watch, put it on first and then get in the shower. Yeah. You know, I would, I would definitely tell people not to put it in the shower because if you get water inside of the bottle, it will be gross. Like you're not going to want to use that. It'll start to smell funky. Um, you can also put a couple of drops of oil in your bath. I love doing that. Oh, yeah. It makes it really silky. So Yum. I haven't tried that. Oh, yeah. That's like the one oil thing I've never tried. (laughs) Yeah. It just, um... You know, my like my baby is pretty impatient and she doesn't really love and that was when I started doing the oil way more is like putting a couple drops in the bath because then I don't have to fight with her to give her the full body yeah like, rub down after with like lotion or oil because she's just like, Leave me alone, like let me go crawl around. So, yeah. Um she like isn't into that. Because, so you do it in the bath. Yeah, I just nice. put it in the bath and I'll put a you know, like mm-hmm. as I'm getting her out, I'll just trigger and like you know yeah I'll make sure that she's fully moisturized because yeah the doctor was like she's a very sensitive skinned baby because she's already had like I've taken her several times she's had like rashes and this she's like you just need to keep it hydrated and I'm like yeah great and with the weather the last few months it's, it's been insane and I that's know. like half of her life <laughs> yeah I know so. it's crazy have you seen like on Instagram the like the videos that have gone viral of someone like giving their baby like face massages i thought that that would be me i was like <laughs> she's I'm gonna too make... active oh she won't let me <laughs> do it for two seconds and so i, I was like it. what you're my like you're a beauty baby you have to like do these things but i thought i would have the cutest videos and she's just like screaming kicking she won't let me do that and like when at my baby shower one of my like Karen at Immunicology, mm. she gifted me a CD and she's like, this is for the baby massages when you give your massa- massages <laughs> to your baby. Oh she's like, it calms them down and like, it's such a lovely bonding experience with you and the baby. And so I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like each song is like a few minutes and it's like a whole experience. So, you know, three, whatever, she gets home from the hospital and she's like a week old and I try to do it and she's just like what are you doing like I'm murdering her and I'm like okay she doesn't like it maybe she's too young so I'm like wait a few weeks like try it again no to this day she's almost a year old she doesn't want a massage <laughs> so we do oil in the bath there and um we go through it so I've used every oil in the house and yeah that's how we do things to keep her moisturized but um there's a way to do it for everybody who knew um but thank you so much for sitting down and um Mm. sharing and making me dinner and sharing your wine yes Um, this was lovely anytime um so let's talk about what we have coming up where people can Mm -hmm. come see you what you have going on you do markets sometimes Mm -hmm. you're open to that sort of thing if anyone has you know, um, events, you're like super open to like being out mm-hmm. and even doing like classes and we're mm-hmm. doing like a really fun thing at bar three where you're going to mm-hmm. be sharing, um, we're going to be doing like mini facials and like a whole experience, mm-hmm. um, in Menlo park. And then we have the sustainable retreat, yes. which is over earth day weekend, of course, which you're the perfect partner for. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be there live in person mm-hmm. doing autographs, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Telling people about <laughs> sustainable beauty. So that's going to be really fun. Um, so April 22nd uh, at the Park James Hotel in Menlo mm-hmm. Park. Do you have any other major events or any... I mean, I know you run your TikTok and your Instagram mm-hmm. at Glotanicals. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, we'll be at the Maker's Market in uh, Marin um, on March 11th. Um, I'm still sorting... 
I'm being choosy about my markets this year because I'm getting married in May um, and I'll Yay. be in Europe in June. So I'm having one of those years where I'm, I'm being choosy to prioritize you should. my personal life um, for this time. Um, but I'm, I'm so excited to do the sustainability retreat and meet people in person there. Um, and just ex- it's have, our people for sure. Yeah, and have experience and have fun at like a whole day centered around wellness and sustainability and sustainability in a way that feels good. Yeah, I think that's the key. Yeah. Um, well, again, thank you so much. Um, and what's the best your favorite way people reach out to you? Yeah, um, on our Instagram um, at at Glotanicals is probably the best way, or on my personal yeah. account as well. Um, it's cat is where it's at. Um, it's me behind both of those. So either way, you'll reach me. Okay, cool. So we'll link those below. Thank you again, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks.